What is going on, everybody? It is another episode of F&D, a felon and a drunk. It is Malcolm, and you got over here in this corner. What up, what up, what up? It's Ricky, man. Christmas edition of a felon and a drunk. Really happy to be here with you guys another week. Another week, another day. One minute. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen up, listen up, listen up. So the moment y'all all all been waiting for, um, first off... From from both of us, we wanna we wanna make sure you guys all know that whatever you're celebrating, happy holidays to you. Hopefully, you guys are going through through a great time. And those of you that aren't going through such a good time right now, um, I could speak from experience. My mother is having a really difficult time. Like it's a blessing that she's down here with us, but after losing our uh, our our father figure essentially and her husband this year, I know she's going through a really really rough time. So um, I understand not everybody's gonna have it. Uh, fine and dandy, but we do want to wish many, many blessings to all of you out there. Um, just so you can understand uh, our position, you know, we just want to make sure that we're extremely empathetic to all to all situations. Um, yeah, for sure. Just to piggyback off that, man, it's uh, always the holidays are a great time, but you also have to remember, um, you know, loss doesn't have a date; it doesn't wait for you know bad things don't wait for good times (laughs) um this was right around the time i lost my dad when i was 10 uh like november but you know for for a lot of people it 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 doesn't just have to be lost either it could be those who are behind walls right now behind prison walls just trying to keep their mind positive looking for that release date so um or or you could just be the homeless guy on the side of the street figuring out where it went wrong and trying to bounce back um so whatever your situation we're with you we're thinking about you and definitely it's a time to be happy and joyful but also to definitely deploy as much empathy as you can 100 percent. i'm with you on that ricky um listen guys if you need anything from us please reach out to us don't hesitate to ask we we just want to we want to be there for anybody that that needs to talk or needs to just kind of get something off their chest if need be um now after we got that out of the way um, the topic for today, this week, all right, we just want to talk about is your job important, all right? And this one is is huge um, amongst a lot of the, our peers and a lot of people that are struggling with trying to understand whether or not their position, either where they are in life or where they are at their job, if it's important or not important. And we just want to hash those details out the best that we can based off of our experiences, okay? PSA. We ain't life coaches, all right? So anything you take from here, it's either you 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 connect with it, you resonate with it, or, or you don't, all right? So, 100%. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, each of us has a story. Each of us, <clears throat> each of us has a position where they're in right now, currently, um, whether it be professionally or in life. And there's a lot of people who aren't satisfied with what they do. And so we just kind of want to, Break down what that looks like. I think that's what this episode's for. For sure. And um, ready to dive in. Let's do it. Let's do it. So it's going to be the five pillars pretty much, all right? The what, the where, when, why, and the how, all right? Now, so we're going to start off with the what, all right? What is important, all right? What is important at your job, all right? These are the questions that I always have asked myself and I've always kind of turned to you to, to make myself a better employee or just a better um, person in general for myself. So 
what is important, right? What's important to you may not be important to us, or what's important to me, vice versa, all right? What's important is you have to ask yourself, what is it that's important to you at your job? Yeah, whatever it is, for sure, and that could be uh, that could be financially, that could be schedule wise, that could be um, like a perfect example for me was uh, schedule is a big thing. So I might sacrifice money for a schedule so that I can work on other things, right? Good. Yeah. Um. So you know, you might be experiencing that. Um. Do you have anything to share on that? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's uh, finding finding what it is that that's important to you and sticking to that. You know, sticking to your guns. I know that there are a lot of people that go into jobs or, or currently at jobs, and they're just like, "Man, I, I really don't think uh, it's necessary for for me to work six days a week." But the first thing they they said they said in the interview. Usually what happens when I was hiring yeah. people, it's like, I work seven days, I work 90 <laughs> hours a week, I need all the money I can. So in my eyes, if I'm hiring you, right, then that's, that's what, what I, That's that, what we're doing. That's what we're doing. You know Dude, what I, mean? I am a living example of that because um, I got out. And so, you know, I'm a, I guess I was a little timid when I got out because I think mentally, you know, being in prison for five years, you're just so accustomed to saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Like, almost psychologically, you don't know that there's another choice. Like, yeah. now that I have choices and I don't have to agree with you, just because you're in a position of power, I'm not going to go to the box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, the box is like the hole. So it's like basically, I, you know, solitary confinement. And that was like the punishment for not listening to the people of power, just, just to put it there shortly for you. So like, when I first got out and I went to my first interview, I was just like, yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> like everything dude and then i remember leaving the interview and i was like damn i just agreed to nine dollars an hour and 60 hours <laughs> what the fuck did i just do yeah you know but i didn't re um i didn't uh i think i don't know i don't know why i don't know but um i learned from that for sure <laughs> that's it you'll learn from that you know um another thing too to ask yourself is uh what is your job duty right your job duty is to literally be the best employee that you possibly can. I, it, it, so, the, so the title itself to me doesn't, I think it, it, it confuses things yeah. and it makes things complicated. And I'll put it in a relationship sense, right? As soon as you go and ask a girl out, things change. The dynamic changes immediately. You are now a title as my boyfriend. So there are certain things that I can say I yes to and say. And you know I know expect, I mean? yeah. Yeah. And then you hold those Expectations. expectations. So the worst thing that you can do is going into a job and being like, well, my job duty says I'm a dishwasher, so I only wash dishes. And then you just completely cut yourself off to other opportunities within the confinement of, of where your workplace. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people hinder their success and hinder their growth inside of a company by literally putting themselves in a position where they're just like, that's not my job duty. It's yeah. not in my job description. And I know... On both sides, <clears throat> there'll be some people that are like, well, that's not what I get paid for. Granted, right? But just, you need ahead. to make sure that you are trying to make yourself as valuable as possible, not necessarily for the not necessarily for the employer at your current moment, because if they don't appreciate your value, right, of what you are offering, at least you have now acquired skills and know where you can and can't accomplish certain things that's a big that's a big maturity issue i think too like to look at it in that perspective is huge and it's hard and i'm i'm talking just only on my experience like 
because I was in a very toxic work environment where I wanted to do other things to help out besides doing my job after I made sure that it was done and would want to help out, but wasn't in an environment where that was like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that wasn't, you know, customary. That's not the word. Yeah, like Almost like. It wasn't, it, not that it wasn't expected, but it wasn't, like you weren't allowed. Okay. You weren't allowed to do that. Yeah. Right? So um, just looking at, at it from the other side as well, the person who wants to be more than a dishwasher, but because, you know, ma shitty management exists and a lot of, you know, you can attest to this. And whoever is managing them is just like, stay at the fucking dish. Like, I, just to put in that example of the dishwasher, I was the person who, if there was no fucking dishes, the floors were clean and every, like, all my job duties were done, I was told to stand and stare at a dishwasher. Then that's the job that you have, you know? You know what I'm saying? You obviously have to know it's, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, dependent on the circumstances, you know? Yeah. So, unfortunately... That sucks for you, but I mean, it, it sucks for you, but then also doesn't necessarily. If you are a person that wants to grow with the company, then that stunts your growth. Yes, but you can still learn without actually having to do anything. But there's another there's another side of it, too. It's like very, very rarely um, did I, I mean, for me personally, being in management, um, would have my employees not do something. So if if there, there are people like you were just a dishwasher, you're going to stay as a dishwasher, just stand there. You get paid to do nothing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I hear you. And I think that those situations are rare, but they do exist. For sure. And yeah. so I don't want to discourage anybody that may be in that situation. And sometimes you have to look at your situation and say, is this affecting my peace of mind? Is this affecting my well-being mentally? You know, because I know it was like for me, I'm like a fucking doer. Yeah. I just can't stare at a fucking for sure. You know what I mean? Dishwasher for sure. Even like, and and that's the first thing anybody would tell me when I would tell them, you know, about my situation was, well, you're getting paid to do nothing, and I'm like, motherfucker, I don't want to do nothing. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So, that yeah, that's that's that that's that's um. So it's a, it's a it's another dynamic to it for sure. Just a curveball in there. Definitely depending on depending. Not on the every work environment is is. I don't think any work environment is perfect. Yeah. Number one. There's always room to go. There's all, and there's always bullshit that goes on. Yes. Yes. You know. So. Leading on, like, um, it, it, it then it comes down to uh, the next question is, uh, what is it that people think you do versus what you actually do? <clears throat> and the reason why I came up with this question, I thought it was super funny when I was watching this documentary about. Um, Come on, come to me. The owner of uh, the CEO of McDonald's. I forgot his name. McDonald. Uh, no, no, it's not McDonald's. It's not Ronald McDonald. No, no, no. It's Roy something. Jeez. Anyways, and he was um, getting made fun of because everybody was saying <clears throat> to him at the time um, that he was in the hamburger business. You know, and right. he was like, "Really? You may think that I'm in the hamburger business, but I'm really in the business of real estate." And that's why majority of the properties and places that he owns is like it's such a great real estate investment. And you look at all the locations of where most McDonald's are and like that's really the business that he's in. And like he's not fucking bothered by what other people consider that he's doing. Well, right? consider that his job title would be. He knows what his yeah. job, you know, what, what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's big. 
Um, definitely. I think you should have your own sense of purpose in whatever work that it is that you do. Yeah. I th- yeah, so. for sure. You should sure. have you should have that purpose because if because if you continue to allow people to dictate what it is that you do, you continue to question what it is that you're doing, and then you feel less than. And I don't think that you need to fucking sit here and compare yourself to people that are like, "Oh, you flip burgers, yeah, motherfucker, I make the burgers you eat. I am flipping the same shit you want. Like it's super degrading. Everybody has a moment, right, where they are just kind of in a space where they need to be for the time being. And that's the same motherfucker that will complain if their burger's not medium rare. Yeah, yeah. But for sure. motherfucker, you're the one sitting there saying that you, you you're too good for that, but you <laughs> want your shit to be fucking perfect. Yeah, you want it to be done. Properly. That takes fucking skill, dude. I know motherfuckers that make a ton of money that can't fucking cook. Yeah, for just sure. Just saying. Yeah, everybody has their place. That's why you always take your car to a mechanic if it's there's something wrong with it 100 percent. why you hire someone to drill paint. you for yeah. like fucking five thousand yeah. that's why you paint <laughs> your house that's why you hire people to paint that's why you have people to do your nails that's why you have a barber that's like people have different skills whether yeah. it requires a lot of brain you know brain power um or not. It's and, everyone has a, a part that they need to play. In. That's so true. I, it's funny. Kind of, we kind of touched on this at the gym the other day. Me and you we were talking, um, and we were just like, not like right now. The big thing is everybody wants to be a CEO. Remember? Yeah. We were talking about that. Everyone wants to fucking own a business and shit. And um, everyone, you know what really makes me laugh on Instagram when I see um, public figure. Yeah. Like, if your profile's not private, you're all, pu- like, we get it. You're like, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I guess they think they're a CEO or, like, a, I don't know. It's weird, but everyone wants to be, like, a CEO, not knowing that your skill set may be better as a Wozniak type. So, what I mean by that is Steve Jobs is the CEO of Apple, but Steve Wozniak made the fucking Macintosh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So your skill set might be more more so of a Steve Wozniak. You don't have to be the CEO. Yeah. You know, everybody has their, their, their role. Yeah, everybody's chasing that title, and they don't really know exactly what it is that they're chasing. You know, there's a creative mind. There's a business mind. You know, that's like, like kind of how you need to run certain things you know there's a creative aspect of things and then there's there's the business side of things you need to you either are social you're not social you know what i mean like you can either speak to people have a conversation with them or you can't yeah so why sit there and try to fill that gap if it's not detrimental to whatever it is that you're trying to achieve yeah and i like i'm not i'm not downing anybody who's using instagram as a platform as a platform to you know further you know whatever it is their ambitions and their goals uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I just think like um, we we need to know what you know who we are so that we can stay in our strengths and yeah. like staying in our strengths is ultimately going to lead us to where we want to go. Yeah. And like you don't just have to be CEO to be a leader. Like in organizations, there's leaders of teams in different divisions, and you know it's 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 a it's a, it's a tree, you know. And uh, a lot of the times, I think uh, even I have fallen into the you know. CEO wonderlust like it's oh, it's the best fucking job and then so I'm very curious so I started reading on it and like CEOs like hate their life like 10 like a lot of the time <laughs> it's like they have so much shit going on decision wise and you got to be a quick thinker you know it's a lot of it's a lot of things um but um just knowing just knowing what kind of what what suits you and like 
knowing that you might not be a CEO type right now, but maybe in five, ten years of you know, you know, doing what it is you're doing and playing in your role, yeah, might lead you to become yeah. that. But I think a lot of people just want to jump to that. So for sure, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because um, that kind of leads into the where. Right? Where do you work? Um, where do you work um, plays a big part in, in, in where you're trying to go and not necessarily whether it's McDonald's or, or Lexus dealership. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Where you work as in like, where are you exactly? And what is it that you can, what type of skill can you acquire while you're there mm -hmm. and use in the long term? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, being able to uh, see yourself in a better position at whatever job you may not want, right? You may not want to be a line cook, you know? You may not want to be a server, but if you plan on at least being there for the time that you're during school or for the time that you need to pay off blank, why not go from level one to level 10? Why not try to become a manager? Why not try to become a district manager? Why not try to become a lead server or become a lead line cook or become a sous chef? You know, like it's not permanent. By you moving up the ladder, like doesn't necessarily mean you need to stay there all your life, but you know, you start to acquire more skills because as you move up the ladder and whatever it is you're doing, whatever job you're at, there has to be some sort of growth. You can't stay stagnant because you always feel like you're going in and doing the same shit over and over. So that is a super big question for me is like asking yourself, where do I work? Right? Yeah. Um and I and that's 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 really good. That's really good cuz um yeah, a lot of people a lot of people find themselves in that situation. Oh, I'm just doing this for the time being. Oh, I, you know, I just until I finish school. Oh, this, oh that. Like don't waste your fucking time. You're never going to get that time back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um but what I wanted to touch on was just like, you know, obviously if you've been listening to the podcast, you're probably listening like, what, like, what is this motherfucker Ricky going to tell me about getting a fucking job? He just got fired like not too long ago. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, but I'm going to tell you about a decision I made to take a job that I'm not really essentially not making any, you know, sort of money. But where do you work? Where do you see yourself? acquiring skills that I think that are going to last a lifetime. So yeah. I positioned myself at a job essentially where I'm not making anything, yeah. right? But I'm gaining fucking so many skills, like sales fucking skills, leadership skills, uh, management skills, uh, working in teams, uh, business ownership, like all these things that to me, you can't put a fucking price on that. Yeah, And uh, a lot of people will call me crazy for that they'll be like dude you you know you 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 left or well yeah essentially i got fired from a solid paycheck and took a a position basically earning nothing no motherfucker i'm basically going to a fucking university of columbia business because yeah. you know i'm under someone who owns four successful fucking businesses yeah. so if i have to you know, work for free to prove that I want the knowledge that's inside his head because that's priceless. No matter what he gets paid, he has that for life. Meaning if he were to lose, you know, uh, 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 one of his ventures, he knows how to rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So acquiring those skills 
is way more valuable than a weekly paycheck that you're going to go blow at Club Live on the weekend, you know? Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's a, and that's where you take action. That's where you took action. And you need to take that action to, to better yourself. And I'll tell you why. Because um, when I was looking for employees and I needed to hire people, I needed to know if they were willing to, to take a, a, a serious mental, I mean, like a serious inventory of their lives, where they are, not just in the workplace, but outside of the workplace, and see where they wanted to take action to become better. Because if it's all talk to me, I'm not even going to waste my time. When my owner comes to me and it's like, who deserves a pay raise coming up, right? And they're like, you know, you don't even come up on the list because you just want to be a fucking level one player. You know what I mean? You want to be at the surface, just kind of scooting by. And you know what? Those are the same fucking people that will continue to get those dead-end jobs. Always continue to get those dead-end jobs because they just come in, they want to do the fucking bare minimum, and they just want to fucking make a paycheck, complain about how much money they make, and then continue to fucking do whatever it is that they've been doing for the past 30 fucking years. Yeah. And I've had so many people like that. And then I'll ask them, and I'll say, where do you see yourself here? Man, I just do blank. It's like, if that's the fucking mentality you have, like, you were going to stay there. Like, you're 35, you're 40 years old. At the time, I think I was 22, 23, like, having a grown-ass conversation with someone double my age. Like, when are you going to get your shit together? You got three kids. You got two kids. You know what I mean? You're unhappy. You're blah, blah, blah. Like, do you don't think that that's a fucking problem? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I started from the fucking, from ground zero. I started before they started in a position fucking scrubbing the floor with a sponge, you know what I mean? And literally made it all the way up through through upper management and was able to to maintain that job. And the easiest way for other people to do that and for these people for people to take my job, just ask me questions. I wanted to give them all the skills and better than me and eventually, you know, take my job. You know, that's the point. I want to move forward. I want you to move forward. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure, definitely. And I think a lot of the times you get caught up in that mentality of woe is me. And I've been that person. I've been that person, man. Like literally this year, you know, I've had times when I'm just like, fuck, woe is me, this and that. And like even just recently, like, dude, I have such an amazing opportunity at this new, you know, doing this new thing that I'm doing and learning all these skills that I'm learning and basically being mentored by a fucking business guru, right? And I almost found myself saying, Damn, but I'm fucking broke. Remember I was telling you, we were yeah. talking about it. I was like, fuck it, I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm fucking proclaiming it into the world. Yeah. And that's what happens with the people with the dead-end jobs. And what I was doing was, damn, I'm this, my manager's not doing this, I'm not doing this, I can't do this, da 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 and, and, and like you just speaking that shit and pounding it into your fucking brain until soon enough it becomes a reality. And it's hard. It's hard to make that switch when you hear your thoughts going in that direction because it's easier to be negative you know what i mean but but identifying that and be able you know being able to switch it to where i was thinking this morning dude i was like i used to listen to all these fucking podcasts when i was at my other job about these fucking guys that risked it all and fucking you know left their job went and fucking worked for some guy for no fucking money went through the struggle you know developed the skills they needed to develop and then you know five ten years boom explosion right and i'm in the middle of the fucking growth process in my journey right now right and and i'm fucking complaining and i'm just like bro i was just reading about these guys and i'm doing what it is that the fu- you know what it is that they were doing currently yeah and so i had to look at that and i was like 
wow, dude, it's crazy because you get caught up where you are and it's not where you want to be. Yeah. But you have to know how to persevere. Yeah. Which goes on to question number three, baby. When is the is the is the word? When yeah. do you want success? Yeah. That's it. For sure. And you need to understand, first of all, what success means to you is always gonna be different. For everyone. For every single person. Yeah, for sure. But when you want that, you need to get an idea. And if you want it tomorrow, you need to see if what you're doing matches up with how you're going to get there within the next 24 hours. If I can promise you this, it's not going to be over 24 hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. When do you want to be successful is the question you want to ask yourself. And when is the proper time to quit versus the proper time to stay and yeah. commit? Yeah. I had a really, really difficult time with that when it came to understanding whether or not I needed to stay where I was and if I was going to quit, when should I do it? And I found, out, I found out the easiest way for me to understand that question is I know when I need to stay, when there's still growth and there's still things that I need to learn. For right? sure. And I know I need to quit when it's time to take those acquired skills that I've gotten, try to leave on the best of terms as possible, and then go further in whatever journey, you don't need to stay somewhere if you're not growing, if you're not bettering yourself, if you're not getting um, better at your job, right? There's no need to stay there. And sometimes you need to cut the ties. You need to know if like you're at your job, you've been there for 15 years and like you've been in the same position, you make the same fucking money. It's like, well, motherfucker, like yeah. you need like, to go somewhere. It's like the the relationship example that you were giving earlier. I mean, it's you know it's the same thing. Essentially, it's a relationship, and you you know is this still positively impacting my life, or is it just you know am I just there because it's comfortable? Is it, you know is it a comfortability thing? And and that's cool if that's what you, what your goal is. If you just want to be comfortable, but I fucking hate being comfortable, dude. Like. I like shaking things up, almost like the back to the wall mentality, the rock bottom mentality that you were talking about. Like, you know, literally just fucking went ham on Christmas shopping just because I know putting myself in this position, like, I know what's coming is going to be like, I'm, I'm going to just go off because I, when I get pushed into a corner, you know, I, I do fucking awesome things. And so you, but, but you might not be that type of person. And I'm just telling you from my experience and what I, you know, how I, you know, how I am. And that's why it is one of my goals to own businesses and, and, and be involved in multiple businesses because I know myself personally, I like to build shit and then fucking just see other people handle it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, that, so I know myself. I couldn't be somewhere for that long and just just stagnant. And for a lot of people, it's hard. But if you feel like, um, you know, you have those urges that you want to do other things or it's just not conducive to you, we're not telling you to quit your fucking job and just clear, you know, just clear it or whatever. But form a plan, you know, of, you know, develop develop a plan. And, and execute your plan. Listen, say, listen, you know, if in one month, you know, test it. 
Test it. You've been there 15 motherfucking years. Test the shit for a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do some tests. Listen, in this month, am I, you know, how many opportunities have I, you know, have I gotten to grow? Um, in this month, you know, different tests like that. And then, and then make a decision. Yeah. Dude, the easiest thing to do is ask your fucking manager. What, what can, I, what can do? I do? Yeah, for What sure. can I do to get to blank? Or ask the owner, is there any other positions available? Or maybe down in the future, would I be able to do whatever? You know? Don't quit because you don't think that there's growth. You make the change, right? You start to, to move up your whatever ladder you're trying to go up. And when you're in a position, right, that you have now acquired, the top dog position, is when I'm saying you should make that switch. Yeah. At that point, when you have got to the point where you're no longer growing, not being at the bottom, being like, man, I've been here for four weeks and they still didn't give me a raise. Like, you've only been there for a month. Or vice versa, being the guy that has been there 15 years, finally, you know, ask their manager, what, it, what is it that I can do? Yeah. And then when they say, you know, do this for a year, they're like, motherfucker. Well, you asked. Yeah. That's right. what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's what it is you got scrub the floor for two weeks straight damn but what the well you asked yeah and then do what it is with the you know do what it is if you don't get that result haul ass yeah you gotta have you gotta you gotta have that conversation you but gotta don't be open. you know don't have the conversation get told what it is you have to do and then say motherfucker i'm not doing that I'll tell you one thing. When I, before I before I even got a manager, man, I would always say to my managers and my owners too, they'd be like, you know, what are your goals for being here? I would tell them straight up, I want your job, but not even like as as I'm trying to take it from you. I was like, I just want to be in the same position that you're in. That's because it. guess what? That means that they're being elevated. Yeah, <laughs> you coming after I mean? you, boy. It's not. And again, man, I truly believe people look at competition in a negative connotation it's not a negative connotation because if i'm rising that means whoever is above me naturally they rise as well when you're in a fucking pool and a guy's above you and you're trying to go to the surface he's going to hit the surface first that's just how it goes yeah it's fucking you know nature or whatever the fuck i'm not a scientist <laughs> but you know what i'm saying when you and 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 then and that's what i you know a lot of people don't realize this who are in leadership positions and maybe listening to me like, bro, you're 23, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But I'm sure you can attest to this, and you've been in management positions. When you elevate your team, and we spoke about this, when you elevate your team, you yourself become elevated, yeah, right, to do another task because now they can do what you were doing. Yeah. But a lot of the times people look at it as, if I let him do what I'm doing, I'm not going to have a task anymore. Yeah. No, bro. There's always more shit to do. Yeah. So. For sure. Um, <laughs> that's so funny, man. Because I, 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 when I used to have these conversations with, with my employees, um, and they would be like, man, I want to make more money. I'm like, dude, it's, it's simple math. If the company does more, if the company makes more <laughs> money, we make more money. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, that's how that works. If the company makes more money... We make more money because you know what? If we're making, if the company's making more money, there's more responsibility. There are more jobs. There are more things to get done. There are Everything more tasks. Grows. There are more, you know, more people. There are more documents. Like, so you either need to work more or, you know, we're going to hire more people, you know? 
There's money has to go somewhere, right? For Why sure. not go into your fucking pockets? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why not go into your pockets? Because you need to understand if the if the if the company's not doing well, how the hell do you expect to get paid? But think about it too, and I'm not making an excuse for for anybody or not for myself either, because I had this You're playing the devil's advocate. I am a little bit, but just just hear me out on this. Yeah, we're going against thousands of fucking years of telling you that that fucking job is just a fucking job am i making sense like we're going against thousands of years that say that shitty job is just a shitty job yeah that's i mean that's i think that's a that's a very bad bad mentality to have you know what i'm saying when in reality no it's 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 producing like and you know you don't you don't really get that anymore. I think we're going against the curve, the societal norm of working at Steak and Shake is a shitty job. Working at whatever it is, whatever is a shitty job. Yeah. When it's not, you're you're acquiring skills that you're gonna take with you the rest of your life. Dude, I'll tell you something fucking hilarious, man. There's this guy I used to. We used to call him uh, Boss Man. He's a he's a gas. He works at a, a gas station, and you would think that people that work at gas stations like that you could consider them menial jobs. He started doing that. I think he was like eighteen or something on those lines. Anyways, ended up working his way up to being a a, a a gas station manager. Gotcha. Gas station did really well. They had opened up another one, so then they wanted to see if he wanted to manage two or three at a time. Ended up doing that, and now he owns like four or five gas stations and two corner stores. Makes well over a hundred thousand dollars in in profit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Owning gas stations, right? But you wouldn't see that, right? If you're not trying to make your growth, like you think about McDonald, you think about fast food places, but they're billion dollar companies. For sure. Once you get out of that space, right, and then you go up to the next level of not being there, go to a district manager or run the East Coast or the West Coast. Like these are all opportunities that you may not see because you're at the surface. But if you're not producing the the product or you're not producing the results that are needed, no one's ever going to come in there and ever going to be like, wow, what is this store doing? Like, what is this store different because of the of the people that work there? And the store is nothing but a store if people aren't providing or doing or giving a service that is exceptional. You know what I mean? And that starts with each and every fucking person that yeah, works there. No, for sure. And I think, and I'll put it to you in this term, like motherfucking NFL. Every quarterback in the motherfucking NFL has a chance to win the fucking Super Bowl. Why? When the year starts, every single quarterback on every fucking roster and every NFL team has a chance to win a fucking Super Bowl, right? Nick Foles last year. He's a fucking, you know, he was a bench warmer, almost retired last year, right? Everyone knows the story. Most of you know the story. Carson Wentz, well, okay, basically what happened... The Eagles were doing really well. They uh, they made it to the playoffs, but their star quarterback got hurt. Nick Foles was the backup quarterback. Comes yeah. in and basically wins the Super Bowl, right? A guy that, if you would have asked him in the preseason, are you going to win the Super Bowl? You know, I, I'm pretty sure he would have been like, well, that's you know, that's the plan, that's the mission, right? Yeah. Um, and that's how you should look at it. If you're in the fucking game, if you're in the company, no matter what what position you have a chance for the grand prize right someone could be you know obviously in this in this 
terminology in football someone has to get hurt for you to move up or whatever that you, you don't know. you wouldn't know that <laughs> but but you wouldn't know yeah like nick like nick Foles didn't know that he was gonna fucking play in the super bowl right yeah and like the the motherfucking line cook might not know that he's gonna be regional manager one day yeah but but one day meaning five years from now yeah right and regional manager pays fucking eighty thousand a year and he'll be 22 at that time yeah Dude, that's crazy because, and if Nick Foles is the guy, right? Yeah, Nick Foles. I don't watch uh, sports, as you can tell. So all of you uh, sports guys out there, you can you can shame me all you want. <laughs> but so Nick Foles, had he not been putting in the work that he'd been putting in, he wouldn't have been ready. That's, he wouldn't have been ready. That's what I'm he saying. He would have gone out there and he would have fucking flopped. He would have flopped, bro. <laughs> he would have flopped. Like literally, like this guy almost retired from the NFL. Said, you know what, fuck it. You know, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep playing. I'm going to keep putting that work because of the belief in himself, right? So when the time fucking came, the, the guy delivered. The guy had one of the best Super Bowl performances. The guy beat Tom Brady, okay? Tom Brady is arguably the best quarterback ever. You know what I mean? Five Super Bowl rings most, you know, for any quarterback. Yeah. Got beat by a fucking second string player. Yeah. But it just goes to show you, right? If you have the opportunity, you know, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. But a lot of times people don't, you know, you might be Nick Foles in the preseason right now, a.k.a. the line cook. You don't even see yourself in the big game. Yeah. You're just a fucking, you're just trying to make a roster. You're just trying to make that paycheck. Yeah. Right. But there is opportunity out there, man. And opportunity comes to those who, who seek it. I truly believe that 100%. Yeah. If you have that positive mentality that... Hey, I'm going to play in that big game one day. Trust me, a spot's going to open up for you, you know? For sure. For sure. Um, so my my net goes on the next question, man, is uh, you either feel it's important or unimportant. But the question is why do you feel your job is unimportant or important? And for those of the people that feel like why is their job unimportant, let me put this into perspective for you. I am not super picky as an eater, but I'm the type of person that when I want something particular, I really want it, you know? I'll go a whole week craving something and, like, wait to see if I really, really want to eat it, and then I'll go and I'll get something that I really, really, really want that I've had before, right? Almost like a delicacy, you know, something that I don't get to do too often. If I have to go and I finally, I'm ready, I'm like, man, I want myself, um, what do you call those things? Ah, for McDonald's, the things with the, with the syrup inside and the M, the McGriddle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. All right? With the, with the sweet syrup and the, and the, and the, and the sausage and the, and the, oh, man, it's so good. But, all right, if I were to go to McDonald's and I ordered that and I've been waiting a week and I get it, and I eat it, and my bread is fucking stale, my eggs are soggy, you know, and then I'm like, wow, what a fucking disappointing experience that I just had. And you want to know who's responsible for that disappointing experience? The motherfucker who made it. And that is my point. I'm going to put it in that terms because all of you have cravings. Everybody has cravings. They crave something. If they get it and it doesn't meet that craving, right, you're fucking disappointed. And it ruins your appetite or it ruins whatever it is that you were doing for that day. And that goes for every single person doing any job. It doesn't matter if you are a fucking uh, 
document pusher, you know? If you send a document to somebody and you're in the legal system and you fuck up one thing, like, and you ruin somebody's life because the lawyer couldn't read blank and blank, like, these are important things. To do your job perfect as you possibly can is big. It's important, right? I think it was Amazon. And they like fucked up a code or something. One piece. It was one word or something. And they lost billions of dollars. They lost billions of dollars. I think it was in minutes or something along those lines. And like, that's a major fuck up. That's sure. a major fuck up. And you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be the person responsible for being, for disappointing motherfuckers like me. All right? When I want my <laughs> damn, because I'll go back in there and I'll cause a scene. You know what I'm saying? Because how difficult is it for you to do exactly what it is that you're trained for? It is what you were trained for. It doesn't have to be your career, you know? But just put a little importance and some fucking, like, in, into the shit that you do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. I hate it. I hate it when I, when, I, when I come across people who are so fucking miserable. Like, you just make everything else miserable. You know, like, with that time you were telling me about the uh, the lady that you said hello to or good morning or whatever, like, um, and you were, uh, she's like, hey, good morning, how are you? Like, yo, you must not be from here. Oh, Remember yeah. you said that? Yeah. It would be the same concept if you say good morning to somebody and they just fucking blew you off. And yeah. they work there, right? They work there and their job is to provide customer service. Like, it's such a fucking unpleasant experience. I hate that. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, your job's important. 100%. Whatever you're doing. I don't give a fuck if you think it's unimportant. Your job is important, right? Your job is important to pour those beers, right? Because that person's craving that damn beer. You know what I mean? Like, th these are your things that you are, are, are required to do, that you signed up for, you know? Jobs aren't coming to look for you. You were looking for a job. You got hired. They hired you. And now you should fucking perform it, right? At the best of your ability. To the best of your ability. For sure. And we understand that also, you know, obviously some jobs are taken out of necessity. And that's cool and, you know, and that's great. But you have to understand that someone's happiness depends on what you're doing. And if it was you, your happiness, you would want that person to do it correctly. So just having that in mind. And, and we know, obviously, if everyone had that mentality, the world would be a fucking amazing place. But the reality of it is... Motherfuckers are selfish, all right? Motherfuckers are selfish, and we've all fallen into that, you know, into that trap. It's very easy to fall into that trap. That's why it's so big to understand what it is you want to fucking do with your life. And committing to that and taking the necessary steps that it, you know, that it is. Because, you know, i.e., the necessary steps might be eating shit at a job you don't like for five years to get to where, you know, you can save enough money to afford that college without, you know, financing it so that you don't go in fucking debt the rest of your life, right? Um, you know, working a shitty job to, you know, pay for the car that you've wanted. You know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever the goal is, you know, work under someone that you might not like to acquire the skills that you need that, you know, only he can offer you so that you can level up. But approaching it, in, in a manner of my job isn't important. No, it's important to get you to the next level of where you want to go. And if you're not, you know, if you're not uh, approaching your job selection as, is this going to get me? Is this going to propel me? Is this going to, you know, motivate me to get blank? Then, you know, don't be so fucking desperate. You know what I'm saying? Fucking email me or Malcolm and we'll fucking try and help you out. You know, whatever. 
if you know you know if it if it's it's something like a situation that you really need help like we would love to help but a lot of times i fall into that trap man and like you agree to some shit that you knew that you're not going to live up to and now you're all fucking miserable but in the end of the day like you had you know you you were the one and like look I've been at that point where I feel like this is it. Like, I have to take this. Nothing else is coming, you know? No, bro. There's something there waiting for you. There's something around that corner. You just don't know it yet. Just, you know, stay positive, you know? I like that, Ricky. I like that. Um, <clears throat> uh, one of the things, too, man, is uh, I, I, I don't understand why people compare the work that they do versus what other people do. And I'll put it into fitness perspective, okay? Whenever I am, sometimes I'm coaching people. When I'm coaching them, I always explain to each and every person exactly what it is that they need to do. And let's just say one person happened to not be listening and start doing something completely different. The other person, out of seeing, visually seeing someone else doing the opposite, will start to follow their lead, right? And I'll say Hey, why are you doing, oh, because I saw so-and-so do it. I'm like, but I literally just told you verbatim, right? They're obviously on a different page, and you never know what page somebody else is on. You know what I mean? They may come in and think that they're doing something right, but nobody is coming in, stepping in, or intervening um, to tell them that, they, that they're doing it wrong, you know? And it's, it's, uh, it's valuable, right, to, to understand that you're where you are for, for you, but also to make sure that you do the best of what you need to do, right, for you. Like, it doesn't matter if that person, you like, man, that guy just um, throws in five eggs, right? And I, every time he throws in five eggs, so I was like, I just throw in five eggs. He's like, yeah, but the recipe calls for six. He's obviously lazy. You don't want to build the same bad habits as him, do you, or her? You know, why, so why do you conti continuously compare your job to someone else's job? Because motherfuckers are lazy, like, I was a lazy piece of shit for a long fucking time, bro. Yeah, man. Like, s people are shitty, lazy motherfuckers. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to change. Um, but until you hit that point where you want to change, you know what I mean? You're just going to keep continuing to take the shortcuts. And, like, you do have to waft through a lot of shit to get to the, to, to get to the good stuff, you know? But don't get discouraged. You know, keep, keep, you know, keep it going. Ah, I had a point, a piggyback point I wanted to make off what you said. And I, I forgot about it. That's all right. Why do you think, Ricky, why do you think, uh, why do you think people don't take their, their job seriously? And uh, how do you think that we could help other people or other, our listeners or even people that they know um, how to start doing that? Um, well, I guess in my just is, what what is what is it gonna take for you to take your job seriously, right? My fucking goal in life, <laughs> and a lot of people don't take their job seriously because they feel that if they're not making a million dollars, it's not it's not worth it, or if they're not fucking famous or whatever the fuck that you know. Listen. Hard work is necessary to achieve fucking greatness. And if you don't enjoy hard work, if you don't enjoy sweating and, you know, just basically enjoying 
to do something that you don't want to do at the time, you're never going to feel like that millionaire because it's impossible to get there without that type of work ethic. And you don't have to be a millionaire or have all this money to feel like your job is important. But unfortunately, a lot of the displays on you know TV, social media, a lot of the shit that we see every fucking day is that you have to be you know going to Ibiza every fucking Saturday to be successful. And I think people just get wrapped up in the comparison, like you touched on earlier, to other people, you know? And you just have to look inside yourself and not worry about anyone. I'm talking about family. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about celebrities that you see on TV. I'm talking about Instagram models that you see on Instagram. You know, whatever, bloggers, fucking us, you know, whatever. And you need to look inside yourself. Like, I will never tell you do what Ricky said or try and be what Ricky's doing or try and do what Malcolm's doing. Look inside yourself and ask yourself the hard questions that we all mentally think about before we go to sleep and actually take actions on those answers that you have with yourself and really take to heart what it is that you want to accomplish because there's nothing worse than living a life of regret you know and 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 just living a life that wasn't significant and i think that you know the one way to achieve significance is you know through your work you know it's not just I'm here for eight hours. I clock in and out. Yeah. Accomplish, accomplish something. Yeah. You know, do something with Set your life. Set a damn goal for yourself. For sure. On the flip side of that, man, I'll tell you one thing that I that I think is, is super beneficial is start to involve your employees more. Start to involve the people that are in your on your team. Involve them more in the in 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 a way where they can kind of see what it is that they're doing. And um, I would sometimes, uh, <clears throat> I would sometimes take the guys that were that were working in the kitchen and uh, if. Someone had like, oh man, I really love da da da. Thank the chef. And I'll be like, all right, sure. I mean, it's not the executive chef that was in charge of doing blank, but it was this person. And sometimes I'll say like, hey, this person wants to. They could just be a line cook, and I'll say like, this person wants to thank you for the food that you made them. Would you like to speak with them? Right? Because when you're hidden behind closed doors all the time, you don't really get to see what it is you're doing for some people. For you sure. know what I mean? Like, you never get to see. And I think it's super important to allow your employees to to see those things, to see what it is that you're trying to build, what you're cultivating, whether you're in, in, in supplements or, like, whether you're in, like, the health and fitness space. Like, showing these guys, like, and showing these guys and girls the the solution to what what it is that you're trying the the problem that you're trying to fix you know take them out you know let them meet the clients like let them meet the people that are are the buyers let them see the facility let them see everything you know like sure. the ones that obviously care you know enough to do that yeah. but like if we ever if I ever got tipped if I ever got tipped money for like oh thank you man everything was great oh thank you da 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 I take my whatever they gave me a hundred bucks fifty bucks and I'd split it with everybody. Yeah, buy them a case of beer if they wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever, buy everybody food or buy everybody the drunk the ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? Playing. Like literally whatever they wanted. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they deserve to 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 feel appreciated. Like That's it great. wasn't just all my hard work. And a, a lot of the times it was just like I I have taught them and 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 built such a good team that I don't need to be there. That I know that I could walk away and everything will be handled unless like shit hits the fan. Then I'd step in. So it wasn't. It's a, it's a, it's a direct reflection of the work that I put in. Yes, you know, 
but it, it's up to them to to maintain that that level of, of service to, to 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 the people that they're serving. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that uh, is a super super big thing for me um, is to allow these guys to know these guys and girls to know what it is that you're doing. If you're if you're in a position of power and if you have that power, even as an owner, you know. Uh, my owners always, you know, share with me, hey, we're at, you know, $2 million um, this year. You know, we're looking at hitting blank. You know, let's revisit in three months. I'm like, oh, I can actually see numbers going up. For sure. You know, offering me equity and being like, you know, we could do this and this and, you know, all these things. Like being and keeping them in the loop, you know, instead of me fucking going to work like with my thumb up my ass. And I'm like going six weeks like, dude, I've came in here and there's nobody in. But little do I know, like on the flip side, like. Dude, we're up in the green, you know. This yeah. is paid for this. Like, this is the amount that we're getting here. Like, we're fighting the cost on this and this, and like, it's just good to know, you know. It's good. It's good. It's good to be in the loop, and that's. I think that's one way you can, you can, you can start and and help change the the, the mentality of your employees. For sure, you know. Um, and I and, and I want to know why why people continue to make excuses for their quote unquote job you know um and that's that's that fucking drives me up the wall you know when people make excuses why they can't do something um unless it's uh what's the word life-threatening life-threatening emergency something along those lines like what you making excuses for your job and there's been hundreds of thousands of people in your position before and have made it work you know so yeah. make yourself fucking resourceful yeah you know sure. And and people would think that they have job security, and job security is a fucking it's a smoke and a mirror, man. Anybody can replace you in your job, you know what I mean? Like, an owner can come in pissed off one day, and you can piss them off, and like, boop, there goes your job. The economy can shut down, and there, boop, there goes your job. You know, what I mean? any number of things can happen besides you just getting fired. You can go to jail and never come out, lose your job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that security thing is is just a way for people to be like. I could do whatever the fuck I want. I don't need to try to get better. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, that's huge. I mean, for sure. Life can flip so quickly. And, you know, obviously, you don't know when it's when it's going to happen or, you know, what's. And so being prepared for that is huge, you know. And it's easier to do when you like what it is that you're doing, <laughs> you know, because, Usually, if you like what you're doing, then you, you know you, you've 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 approached it with a different type of tenacity and been able to grow, you know, at an accelerated pace, and uh, can easily do it for someone else. Um, so, you know, it's like seventy percent of Americans that don't like going to work on Monday, something like that. I fucking love Monday. Yeah. No, but like, did you know? Uh, you you no, probably knew. You know, yeah, seventy percent. Seventy percent. Yeah. That's disappointing. It's fucking. Wake terrible. up, America! It's fucking terrible, man. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna sit here and tell everybody to go fucking quit their job and become, uh, you know, entrepreneur and all this shit. But what I am gonna tell you is to just wake up and tell yourself that it's gonna be a good fucking day. Dude, find something you do like about your job. Like there, I don't think there is literally. A, I mean. I don't know, man. I've been in very, very shitty situations. Yeah, and I've found a way. I can attest to that. You like, know my I mean? last like, job, I, it was a very, very, you know, shitty as fuck, dude. It sucked balls. I want to punch everybody in the face who works there currently, except my uh, stepdad. But you got to listen to podcasts. Not but everybody I, gets I was just about to say that, dog. <laughs> so, dude, I was literally just about to say that because, yeah, that was my motivation for going to work was like, 
I can fucking listen to podcasts all day long. These motherfuckers don't know I'm souping up on their ass. <laughs> I'm learning all type of shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, man, whatever. Like, it, it, you know, you have to find the positive in it. You know, um, you know, you go to work and you hate your fucking job, but the fucking bathroom's super clean. Every time you take a shit there, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, don't know, I love whatever. taking a shit in my bath. You know, yeah, like, my- you know. Whatever it is, they got a cool, uh, nice cafeteria. You know, good yeah. food. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, Dude, anything. Flexibility. Anything. I know with you know, a lot of guys that work construction have really good flexibility. You know, and usually you got the weekends off. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever it is. Uh, fucking, if you're in the food industry, you can fucking sleep in usually because your shifts don't start until five o'clock. Yeah. Um, and even then, you still show up late. And Dick. You fucking <laughs> asshole. Uh, whatever any industry you fucking you wash fucking cars well guess what you get to see the inside of some cool fucking cars you get to drive some cool fucking cars from time to time yeah and you make connections with motherfuckers that have money and have a conversation with a person who fucking drives a lamborghini and you never know where that conversation could lead you yeah um whatever it is man there's always definitely something positive in it 100 man there's no there's no such thing as a, a job that is so fucking miserable that you literally want to kill yourself yeah you know? because and then people post like all the time on social media like be happy today or like find one thing today to be thankful for like all that gay shit and then they're like, but I can't find anything at my job to be thankful for motherfucker you're the same motherfucker saying be thankful today what do you mean? Yeah, man. There's be, something to be fucking thankful I'll tell you right him. now what you could be fucking grateful about. You have a job. Yeah. That's a positive. 100%. You got money. Yes. You know what's worse than not having a job? Being broke and not having a fucking job. All Over right? here. Over here. <laughs> Try that. Try <laughs> yeah, being man. broke and not having a job. Try being homeless and not having a job or any money to your name. And then you have something to bitch about. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. So last thing um, is... I want to talk about how uh, how do you think you can become more happy in the workplace and how you can be a better employee, right? And that's just going to go coincide with pretty much what we've already kind of discussed is you can be more happy in the workplace by finding things that you appreciate about your job, one, and two, you can stop bringing all your fucking drama into work. That, I mean, that's that's huge for me, man. I hated it. You know, you want to come in here, you want to be in a pissy mood, like, check yourself at the door. Check it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. You need to find a way to, like, let that shit go because if you are, especially if you are in a, in a, in a, in a field where you have to communicate with people, you don't always have to have a good day, but you are always going to be the person that is responsible for another person to have a good day. And sure. you need to try if you're not making an effort, right? If you are making an effort and you really can't shake whatever it is that's bothering you, like that's a whole different thing and trying to find the underlying reason as to why you feel the way you feel. But if you're not even fucking making an effort, like you're an asshole. Try to make an effort to, to make whatever is going on not just about you and then try to implement that into the things around you because I'll tell you right now, if you were a manager and you were in a shitty mood, you literally ruin everything for everybody else that works under you because nobody fucking likes to work for a goddamn manager that's in a fucking bad mood all the time and literally fucking like raises hell for the dumbest of things for sure yeah definitely find whatever it is that you can that you know is positive in your scenario and you know just trying to hold on to that even if it is like 
I'm going to leave here in five years and all these motherfuckers are going to kiss my ass. Okay, fucking hold on to that shit. Work your ass off so that in five years you could do just fucking that. Yeah. So, and uh, just remember that number, man, 70%. And like, you know, we, we talk about leadership. We talk about, you know, being a fucking outlier. Be a fucking 30%, motherfucker, dog. There's less of us. And like, we need to grow that. Yeah. So. Tell you right now, man, you want to know how you can generate more money for yourself? Make it happen. Create opportunities. I will tell you from experience, I could not deny somebody. Okay, I lied. Well, Since I am not the owner, right? Me and the owner had a conversation. One of our employees came to me and said, I need to make more money because I'm now getting kicked out of my house. I need to find a place to live. I need to blah, blah, blah. I relayed the message to the owner. The owner said, all three of us are going to have a meeting. And I said, perfectly fine. We have a meeting. He then tells us everything that he needs. Again, he reiterates all the stuff that he says to me. And he says to the owner, we end up leaving the conversation. The guy goes inside. Me and the owner talk. And I was like, so you're going to give it to him? He's like, yeah, but he's a fucking asshole. Like, I'm not going to tell him that I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to just wait it out. What? Why? For what reason? Like, you need, you have a stick so far up your ass. Like, this guy is in a position where we can help him. And you know what? What he's asking for is from $9 to $12. And you know what? He's literally been the fucking only person that has gotten to the place where he is. Yeah, his attitude's a little finicky, but you know what? He's good at his job. But you know what? He's asking for it, and he's willing to work the extra hours. He's willing to make that money. And you want to sit here and fucking dangle the carrot in front of him. But you know what? Had I not fought for him, Right? He may not have been able to get that raise, but that's besides the point. If the guy that asked for the raise didn't, didn't know, ask. No, didn't ask one and didn't know what he was valued at himself, he could have just gone and got another job. For sure. Because you know what? If we lost him, guess what? We would have been in trouble. Yeah. I mean, we would have figured it out. I would have stepped in, you know, but still, it's the same thing. Like, if you offer so much value for not only yourself, but also for the company and you know it and you have all these skills, like, you should have no problem being comfortable. Like you walk in, like, "Hey, I'm worth blank amount of money," and then and then show it. But a lot of people just say they're worth that and don't fucking show anything for yeah. it. You know, you have that's, a lot of people. That's like the problem. That. People want to fucking get paid a lot of money for the bare minimum for worth of work. But and you know what? That's just not how it works. Then I'm saying that there are people out there that are humble enough and like, listen, like, if you know that you're worth blank, like, you should go up and be like, "This is this is what it is. This is what I need." 100 fucking percent. You know, this is what I need and this is what I can offer. I'm and I'm and I'm learning that now. And that's big. And then another scenario for that same example in terms of creating an opportunity is basically what I just did to get where I am. Like literally a position was created for me because, because. I literally created the opportunity by, you know, just doing shit in that environment for free, essentially. Yeah. And just because I believed in it to where a position got created for me. And that's, you know, sometimes that's what it takes. Are you willing to do what it takes? Are you willing to you know, bust down that boss's door. Well, that's number two. Number one, create the fucking value in yourself so that when you bust in the door, number two, it's fucking has some merit behind it. Or are you willing to create the opportunity literally out of nothing? So that's all we got for you today, guys. Really appreciate you guys tuning in today. It was awesome. Obviously, Christmas holiday edition. Really happy um, for all our listeners. Thinking of all you guys behind bars, we got some really special things coming up for you guys. Oh, yeah. And uh, just really happy 
this time of year, man. It's my first Christmas. Thanks for all the warm wishes, guys. I love you guys, and uh, you guys can always find me at Ricky underscore Car C A R R zero three on Instagram, Snapchat, and the Twitter. Twitter. Same thing for me, guys. It's M-A-E-L-K-U-H-M on all social media platforms. We love you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Y'all go out there and get this money. Brrr.